Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. Of course, John made me go down there and said, you're going to go down there and you're going to read these incantations by Bic Light. It was dark. I don't even think it was really a basement. I have no idea. It just wasn't a good idea. So I went down these really rotted stairs and you know there's dripping sounds handprints on the walls i could hear whispering or talking and at first i thought it was my friend talking to me he was scared i don't know if he was trying to work me up And I'm standing with the lighter, shaking, and it's, of course, burning my thumb. And I'm trying to read through the pages that just sounds like the worst thing you could possibly do at that point. Read the book. Fresh out of Christian school. I had read the Bible enough to know that this isn't good. Bright light of nights, mistress of the gods. This was the point where I was quite convinced that tonight, the end of my world was going to happen. I believe in the, the fact that there is energy, and if you mess with it, something can happen. To the land of no and then in the middle of it, we both got really scared because we stopped. I could hear it talking. And it was very scary. It was people talking, the whispering that I heard. It was uh, something along the lines of, do you believe in Satan? the author of House of Fire and Whispers, Investigating the Seattle Demon House. And you're listening to Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast with Aaron Hunter. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and Britt is currently away, and it is Monday, November 2nd, 2020, episode 243. How's everyone out there around the world doing? And man, as always, it's great to be back in the hot seat. I hope everyone enjoyed their Halloween. And to you parents out there, I hope the kids, you know, had some fun. It's always fun to dress up, and hopefully uh, you guys had some great costumes. I personally stayed in, out of trouble, and I binge-watched Monsterland on Hulu, which is a new series they have out. 
And if you like Twilighty type shows, I'm going to have to recommend this one. I was uh, pretty impressed. Well done. Good acting. And what it is, Monsterland is the United States of America. And every episode goes to a new city in the United States. And it's uh, it's great. Yeah, uh, original stories. Uh, there's a character in the beginning episodes that shows up, I think, in two other episodes later on. So all the episodes are kind of intertwined, these characters' stories. Uh, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. So I would recommend it. Go ahead and check it out if you like Twilighty type of stories. The odd, the strange, a little twist at the end. And we're going to do more listener stories yet again. And as always, if you have your own paranormal experience, send it in to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com, and I'll read it off on a future episode. And our backlog is still pretty large, so first come, first serve, but we will get to your story. And as always, thank you for sharing. And a friendly reminder, this Tuesday, brand new show of Aaron's Horror Show, and Wednesday, yet another new show of Terry's Mysterious Moments with Terry from Texas, and this Friday, as always, the first Friday of every month, all the new video shows come out, including a new short film, which is under the new category, Entertaining Short Films. So let's get the show on the road, and you guys know what that means. Oh, yeah, man. Come on. Say it with me. Say it with me. That's right. To the story, then. Follow me right this way. No pushing, no shouting, and the fires are roaring. Nice and toasty warm in here. It's a little chilly out, and winter is on its way. And you guys know the deal. Grab a beanbag out of the corner there. Find an empty spot on the floor, and get behind my desk here. Get comfy. And Brett emailed her packet over to me, as always. And let's see what she has for us today. Ah, some short ones. And some medium ones. Alright. Let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. So good when it hits the lips, I tell ya. Alright. The first one. This one is by Bambi. And it's titled, Children's Hospital. Okay, Bambi. Let's see what you got, man. In early 2000, my mother's boyfriend had moved into recently converted apartments that were originally a children's hospital built in the 1800s. So, my mom and I went over to help him unpack and set up. I was around six at the time, so I just went where she went. It was all new on the inside and out, but it still felt and looked a bit like a hospital. I remember the hallways were long, white, and looked very clinically clean. When we got to his flat, it seemed as though they kept all the original hospital rooms, because it was no bigger than the ones I'd been to. You could fit four beds on each side and all the medical equipment that accompanies them. I recall it always being rather cold at his place, even without the air conditioning on. And this is Australia, so I wasn't too used to that. We stayed there with him on the first night, and I awoke to this horrible blood-curdling scream that seemed to echo through the entire building. I leapt out of bed and went looking for my mom, but her and her boyfriend were already listening to it. She stayed with me until I fell asleep and convinced me it just must have been one of the other new tenants. 
The next day, they found out that he was one of the first people to move into that part of the apartment blocks. The next time we stayed over, he and my mother went to go get us lunch and left me there for a couple of minutes on my own. I was hanging upside down off the sofa, as kids do, and I remember looking under the couch, which was a couple of inches off the ground, when I seen these two extremely pale, bare feet step down as if they were getting off of a bed or a really high chair. For a split second, I thought, well, yay, they're back. But then I realized if it was my mother, she would have called for me as soon as she came in. And then I noticed that the feet were quite small and far too white to be hers. So I just froze and watched as they walked off. Then I got up and looked around, but no one was there. After he moved out, we found out that he was actually living in what would have been the children's burn ward. Thank you for reading. Love the podcast. And man, that was from Bammy. Bammy, thank you very much for sharing. I, uh, as the uh, old timers know, I love hospital stories, man. Yeah, I, uh, I always say this, uh, the night shift nurses... Oh, man, they see some weird stuff. Not all the time, but they got some spooky stuff. Yeah, the scream, and he's only, uh, he's one of the first ones. Yeah, who knows? It could have been the other tenant, or how many more were there, but uh, yeah, you never know. And the little feet, man. Yeah, you guys find out that's the children's burn ward. (laughs) Yeah, I, I just love hospital stories. Hey, Bammy, thank you very much for sharing. Love the story. All right, what do we got here? What do we got next? You guys get a lot of candy? Or did you guys even go trick-or-treating? I know some places here in the United States, uh, you know, they got guidelines or maybe they even shut down entire neighborhoods. I don't know. But, yeah, that's too bad if you guys uh, couldn't get out and about. But, you know, this whole COVID-19 thing, jeez. All right, let's see what we got. This one is by Jane, and it's titled, Knox. Okay, Jane, let's see what you got, man. The event I will talk about is not mine, but instead of my maternal grandparents. I've never met my grandfather. He died before I was born, so this was told to me by my mother. This happened when my mother was still a child. My grandfather was working in a dispensary and sometimes came home at night and my grandmother used to wait for him. One night, she heard only one knock on the door and heard my grandfather's voice saying, Open Manny, that's my grandmother's name, it's me. She opened the door, but there was no one out there, only felt a breeze that chilled her to the bone. Being weak-hearted, my grandma fainted. Sometime later, my grandfather came and found my grandma lying on the floor. He woke her up, and at first, when my grandma saw him, she was scared. But after being convinced that it was really my grandpa, she told him what happened. Finally, they came to the same conclusion. It must have been a ghost. My grandfather told her that henceforth, when he came, he would knock three times. And only then should my grandma open the door. 
I asked my mother the reason behind this, and she told me that in the past, spirits liked to play that kind of prank, but they only knocked one time and never more. My mother also added that at night, we should avoid calling out people by their name too loud, as spirits passing by may capture the name and will come call you at night. Yeah, spooky, isn't it? So from that day on, my grandpa always knocked three times and made sure never to call out to my grandma using her name. Uh, thanks for reading. And that's from Jane. Jane, thank you very much for sharing. Cool story. Yeah, you know, we do get stories of, uh, you know, spirits, ghosts mimicking voices of loved ones. They, uh, yeah, you're right. They're kind of pranksters sometimes. Or worse yet, uh, I've read about uh, malevolent spirits looking to do you harm, causing some damage, uh, trying to scare you. And yeah, it's kind of spooky when they, when you read a story like that, they mimic, you know, a person's voice. That's good thinking on your grandfather's part, though. He's going to knock three times, kind of like a code, so that way your grandmother from now on will know that it's him. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks again, Jane. All right. What's next? What do we got here? This one is by Spirit, and it's titled New Home. Okay, Spirit, let's see what you got, man. Recently, I have moved into a new home. It's an older home and quite large for our family of six. The first initial look, I had a great feeling about it. Very welcoming, warm, and the lived-in feeling, which I love. I'm a stay-at-home mom and housewife, so I'm home just about all day, unless I'm running errands, etc., etc. I am familiar with the home now and am noticing a lot of peculiar happenings. During the first week, our deadbolt on the front door was working perfectly. This was on the weekend when this occurred, and my four children were home. Normal, cool day outside was perfect. My children have a habit of running in and out of the home while playing outside, making excuses just to run around. After repeating myself, stop running in and out. My daughter comes back in and closes the front door. She retrieves her toy and gets to the front door to open it and it's locked. She tries to unlock it and the deadbolt won't budge. Now, this deadbolt is fairly new, and when we replaced it, it was working perfectly. I get up, seeing she needs help, and try to unlock the deadbolt. It literally won't turn. I try a few more times, and I say out loud, Please let my daughter out. And I turn the lock. Sure enough, it unlocks. And out she goes. Note. My kids have been around this stuff their entire lives. It's not unusual for them. And they tend to do similar things. The next evening, my husband was headed out and couldn't get the deadbolt to turn. I sat on the couch, repeated what I said the day before, and it just turned by itself with the click sound. My husband turned to me and said, We have another house like this? I said, yeah, but it's not scary. It's very welcoming. And off he goes. 
The living room stays at a steady temperature of 65 degrees Fahrenheit, even with our heat on. And just this morning, I went to the bathroom at 5.15ish, washed my hands, and headed for the kitchen to start brewing my morning cup of coffee. No sooner than I reached the living room, the faucet starts blasting water into the bathroom sink. I turned around in shock, walked into the bathroom, and turned it off. I said, good morning to you too. One day, I was sitting in the living room meditating. All was quiet, no TV, nothing was on. I feel this cool breeze and something moving my hair off my forehead. Then I hear a light but deep whisper in my right ear saying my name. I said out loud, okay, I know you're here. Then the cool breeze faded and the whispering stopped. The kids, my husband and I, love this home. I won't tell them about the happenings because they'll freak out, but my kids get excited about these types of things. I read them stories and they watch and read everything that pertains to spirits, ghosts, etc. Keep up the good work. And that's from Spirit. Spirit, hey, thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, this is very interesting. Yeah, I think, uh, what, a couple episodes ago, I was just talking about there are people out there that, you know, they live in a haunted house, and they don't mind it. You know, it doesn't bother them. And obviously, this thing doesn't bother you. It doesn't seem, you know, dangerous at all. And uh, I find it interesting that uh sounds like your husband... Uh, probably hasn't experienced too much of, of this stuff, and that's why uh, he'll probably freak out if you <laughs> start telling him about some of these things. Yeah, but uh, I think it's kind of cool that, uh, you know, your kids don't mind and, uh, you know, kind of encourage them to read ghost stories to them and, you know, watch some shows and whatever else pertains to the paranormal. Yeah, kind of neat. Hey, Spirit, thank you very much for sharing. Loved it. Okay, what's next? What do we got here? This one is by Bubble, and it's titled Tall Man. Okay, Bubble, let's see what you got, man. It all started when I was little and moved into a small house with my mom and my sister. We were about five at the time. My mom claims she has seen our grandma in the kitchen and I never took notice or interest in it. So me and my sister had just started school and started being alone in our house. Things started to not feel right as we would stay there longer and longer. I never liked that creepy feeling of being watched. On the weekend of June 1st was when it all started. My room was at the end of the hallway across from my mom's room. I was playing alone in my room and my sister was in the living room with my mom and stepdad. I could hear them laughing and talking and watching TV. Well, all of a sudden I could feel cold and I looked straight in front of me and there was this tall man. I would go running to my mom and tell her there's a man in my room. She would walk to my room to check it out and minutes later come back and say there's no one there. I was terrified. She asked me to describe the man, and I said he was tall in a nice shirt and nice tan pants, and he had dark hair. That was all I could say about this man. He occurred three or more times, 
After about the fourth time, he stopped showing up. Mom would ask me random questions if he showed up or if I had seen him, and surprisingly, no. After that experience, I have never forgot what he looks like or the feeling I got when he would show up in my room. The weirdest thing was that he would only show up in my room, and I never knew why. I still wonder to this day who he is and what he wanted, also why he only visited me. I haven't seen him since I moved away. I still pass the house and get strange feelings like, not bad feelings, just feelings of being watched. Now that I'm getting older, I don't really get those experiences. This story is the main one I have ever experienced as a child. I could never figure out why no one but me could ever see him or why he was just in my room, no one else's room or any other room. He didn't seem bad or harmful. He just stood there watching me play and, of course, being little, I ran. Thanks for reading. And that's from Bubble. <laughs> Bubble, I kind of like the story. Yeah, thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, who knows, man? Um, you hear about this a lot, you know, hauntings in a house. Uh, sometimes, you know, only in the basement. That's where you'll experience something. Nowhere else. You know, not the kitchen, not the first floor, not the second floor. In this case, it's only your bedroom. Who is it? And why only, looks like, fourth time, four times you only saw him? And you never saw him ever again. Don't know. I was actually expecting you to say when you were describing what the man looked like to your mom. Your mom might have said it's, you know, one of your past loved ones, something like that. But looks like uh, she didn't say anything like that. So, yeah, interesting stuff. But that's good. He didn't feel bad. He just kind of stood there watching you. <laughs> Still creepy. Hey, Bubble, thank you very much for sharing. Great story. And that is it, guys. That's all in Bert's packet. Just a friendly reminder, this Tuesday, brand new show of Aaron's Horror Show. Wednesday, brand new show of Terry's Mysterious Moments. And this Friday, all new video shows, including a new short film for your enjoyment. And we are always flattered that you guys come here to the RPA Network. Hopefully you're watching something you like or listening to the other multiple shows. And of course, thank you very much to our premium members. It really helps us out supporting the network, and it's only $3.99. If you want to become a premium member, just go to realparanormalactivity.com. Big old button there that says Get Premium Access, $3.99 a month. Cancel anytime. And also, we had apps built for you for the iOS and also for Android, and they are free. Just do a search in your app store for Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast. You'll see our iconic aqua blue eye. Download it for free. And it's fully functional with video capabilities. You can watch the video shows there. And also you can sign up for a premium access through the app. And as you guys already do, you can listen to us at work. Watch your days fly by. We are on all the major streaming audio platforms such as iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, etc., etc. Add us to your favorites if you get tired of your top 40 playlist and get your spook on at work. And with that... I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Brett and is also made possible by LaFosse Corporation. And man, we love you. Oh yeah, we do. As always, thank you and good night.